You're listening to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Christine, certified life coach, pain to power mentor, and creator of Embody You Mindset Mastery School. I'm here today to discuss living life after disease, disaster, or adversity, to discuss living life fully once again, a life of hope, peace, and resiliency, a life fully embodied. I utilize the lessons that I learned going through not one, but two primary cancers. I'm here today to guide you to the life of your dreams, turn your pain into power, and lead you back to yourself. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. So today I want to talk about relationships and are you unknowingly giving away your power in your relationship? So I'm going to start off by using my real talk, real life example over the past uh, couple of weeks that I think will shed some light on whether or not you do this too. So if you have been following me, you know that a good portion of the time, my husband, um, who is uh, the love of my life, is an amazing man, he is generally away working. Um, just the nature of his job. He is generally away in another part of the province or in another province entirely. And right now he's in another province entirely. And this is the longest stint that um, he will be away in the history of our relationship. And it is because he believes in the business that I'm creating and he believes that all I need is time and uh, for him to take care of the funding in the house. And I'm so grateful to him because, I mean, number one, it's working. And number two, um, not many women have that type of man in their life that um, will see their dreams and aspirations and say, I'm here for you and I support you. So that's not to diminish how amazing of a, of a person he is when I use this real life example. So um, I have been by myself in my own power, in my own space for two months and um, just like working away at the business and enjoying life and um, taking care of myself and you know going to bed at a proper hour having lots of baths uh, doing meditations before I go to bed and all of those types of things that women do when we're left our own devices and I came to Ontario which is the current province that he is in right now to come visit him in this home that I'm recording this podcast now in Ontario with himself and his two roommates um, who are also Saskatchewan boys working out in Ontario. So why do I give you all this background? The reason why is because I'm trying to paint a picture and trying to get you to understand the huge 
shift that has happened in my life from my space, my way, my health first, and all these sorts of things to hanging out with a bunch of stinky boys in Ontario. Um, so my life has turned, uh, flip turned upside down as, um, Will Smith would say. And, um, I have been having wine with these guys and even a couple of beers and the odd pizza. And, um, we have been, um, traveling my husband and I, we've been to these beautiful, beautiful places. We went to Niagara Falls, um, went on a wine tour, uh, going to bed a little later than I'm used to getting up, um, a little later than I'm used to, um, eating the diet of a bunch of boys, which is, uh, pierogies and smokies and all of these types of things. So I have had this huge, huge, huge uprooting of what I understand to be my current reality. And in that, um, my husband and I, while on our beautiful trip to Niagara Falls, got into an argument. And, uh, you know, the subject matter of the argument is not important. Um, It's for what is important and what is relevant is that I, my world got rocked. I could not pull myself back out of my um well that i was in this wave that i was in i um felt like i lost my um my uh what's the word Mm, composure entirely um i uh, was very emotional difficult time sleeping very um upset not really knowing where to begin with um you know these conversations that need to be happening and and all of these sorts of things and just really truly not um not in my power and it was today when i realized that um that it's not so much so that let me dial back let me digress here so i started to wonder Okay. So after all of this, um, this, this really emotional wave that I've been in, I started to wonder, is it my husband? Is it, is it when I'm around him, I lose my composure. I lose my ability to take care of myself. I lose my happiness, um, my, um, grace and all of these sorts of things I lose my ability to self-regulate and so then my question started to become you know is it is it him is it you know are we a bad couple are 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 we not good for one another are we um does he bring out the um less empowering parts of me And these questions started to swirl and they really, really dug me deeper into this well um, of just sadness and feeling um, really sort of lost. So, um, So then it was today when it dawned on me that it has nothing to do with him specifically. I mean, yeah. 
it'd be nice if you had some better habits. It would be nice if, um, you know, pierogies and smokies weren't his go-to. It would be nice if, um, he wanted to drink matcha tea and do yoga with me. Um, but he doesn't. And he's, and you know, he still, he, he takes care of himself and, you know, that's not to mitigate the fact that he does, he goes to the gym and he takes care of himself. Um, but he doesn't take care of himself like I do, like a woman would. You know, he's not about to do angel cards in a meditation before he goes to sleep. That isn't his interest or his wheelhouse. He's fine to, you know, relax on the couch and, and, and um, you know, pop through Facebook or Instagram or something and then, and, and then go to bed. And he closes his eyes and his brain shuts off. It's, some, it's monumental. <laughs> I mean, if you're a woman listening to this, you're just like... Yeah, I know. I get it. It's wacky. They close their eyes and they're sleeping. It's bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I and I need this regime in order to slow my mind down. And anyway, so the reason I'm bringing all this up is because it took me until today to realize that it's not inherently my husband. It is not inherently us as a couple and whether or not we are toxic for one another. It is instead a question, and I'm going to pause for effect here. It is instead a question of whether or not I am giving away my power or keeping it. And what do I mean by that? What I mean to say is when I'm home, the person who I rely on, home and alone, the person who I rely on to make my day better is me. The person who I talk to about how I, I'm feeling lonely or tired or unproductive or whatever is me. Um, I don't play into drama when I'm alone because I'm by myself. Who would benefit? And yet, when I get here, the first thing that I do is search for seeking approval. I um, move into places of victimization when I'm feeling really tired and I want him to make me feel better. You know, I, I, I pronounce how bad it is so that he can make me feel better. So in short, I'm... I'm asking him to make me happy. And when he doesn't follow through on his playwright that I've written for him, with his lines that I've carefully written for him, when he does not follow through on what I want him to say, do, feel, or act, then I become upset. And I, I project and blame the fact that he doesn't eat very well, or, you know, he doesn't uh, need a bedtime regime, or, you know, he doesn't drink matcha tea. So as a result, it's his fault that I'm not drinking as much matcha tea and that I'm not going through my regime. And so I ask you the question, I've talked about it myself a lot lately. I ask you the question, where are you leaking your own power for your man to, 
to soothe man, woman, whatever, whatever you're into, (laughs) um, but your partner, when you are, when you are needing them to help you be happy, when you are seeking their approval, when you are seeking their help to build your own confidence, when you are in victimization so that you will get extra love and affection. I ask you, are you in a place in your relationship where you give these things away? And then when you land up the other side, lost and dissonant from your own emotions and unsure of how you feel or how to deal with things or or whatever else are you then turning that blame onto the very person who is not fulfilling the need that you are presenting that you could easily fill yourself but you're presenting to them because it's easier because you don't have to build yourself up because someone can make you feel good and that feeling of good is pleasurable. It is pleasurable to have somebody take care of you. It is pleasurable to have somebody soothe the world for you. It is pleasurable to have someone solve your skeletons in your closet and to, and to, to, to shut the doors for you, to chain them and lock them for you with all of these ways that, that they make you feel better when you're feeling low so that you don't have to deal with your own shit. It is pleasurable to la- allow someone to do things for you. And I am guilty of it. That's why I want this to be a really important real talk conversation that I'm being so frank and open. When I'm at home, everything's very easy. When I am around my husband, I get to see my mirrors. And that doesn't mean that he is inherently the problem. It means that he is my mirror to deal with my own problems. Because the person that we love the most is going to be the best mirror for us. Our relationships break down because we are so good at projecting blame, at saying, well, he this or she that, And because we are refusing to look into the mirror, the person that we love, look into the mirror and see where we have skeletons to find, to understand, to bring into the light and understand and create and undo. Our relationships are our opportunities for growth. And if you are in a place of struggle in your relationship right now, then congratulations. Because it means that you are moving into the next step and the next step of the reflection 
that you feel within yourself. And that that's not to mitigate the you know, abusive relationships and those types of things. If you are in those places, yes, it most likely is a reflection, which I know is really aggressive to say, but you know, it is most likely a reflection of how you value yourself that you moved into the space of an abusive relationship. However, that being said, if you are in an abusive relationship, it is important to get out. Whether or not you feel that you have the self-worth for it or not. It's important to get out and in that decompression, in that space when you are alone again and safe, that is when you can start to look at what what attracted you to this person in the first place? Where are your dark spots? Where are your shadow work places where you need to start working? But for the general pop- population and a good portion of the listeners now, you are in a relationship that is good and sometimes not perfect and sometimes really freaking shitty and sometimes amazing and beautiful and blissful. And I invite you in those times where it's really freaking shitty to, instead of projecting blame, instead of saying, well, he this and he that, or she this and she that, I want you to instead ask yourself, where am I leaking power here? Where am I asking them to fulfill this need for me that they are falling short on? And then I am saying it's their fault. I'll repeat that again. Where in your relationship are you feeling that they are not delivering when in fact it is you who is not delivering to yourself. This is such an important, important, important realization. We would have so much less divorce, so much less pain. You know, when you're, when you're stuck in the, in the, in the, (laughs) in the truck staring forward, he's staring forward. Both of you don't know how to have this conversation. Instead of spiraling through your head of all the ways that he was an asshole, which I did. <laughs> Instead, maybe, maybe not right away, because I'm not perfect either. Start to ask yourself the curiosity questions of what in this did I need him to do for me? And what could I have done differently to serve myself in that way? What is the projection that I might be putting on my partner? The need that I need fulfilled, the shadow work that I'm going through, the fear, the anxiety that I have that was exacerbated by this small tiff that brought up this deep-seated issue that I have with myself. You know, we were, we're often taught in couples counseling and all these sorts of things, you know, what's the real issue that you're having with your partner? 
I invite you to dig deeper. What's the real issue you're having within yourself? What is the issue that is deeper, is beyond just whether or not your partner makes you feel validated? And instead, ask yourself, where in your life do you not feel that you have validated yourself? Where in your life can you add validation to yourself so that you no longer need that validation from your partner? This is what I do. I help women build themselves up so that they can have realizations like I did today. And don't get me wrong. My husband and I have been in a pseudo weird staring forward while not talking for <laughs> probably 48 hours. It's, it's not the best, <laughs> but I have decided into this podcast that I I'm putting this down, that there is a validation there that I needed that he did not deliver for me because it's not his job. It's mine. It's my job to build myself up to the point where I don't need him. And only then when I do not need him, that is when we can be two sovereign beings, two emotionally mature beings who enjoy each other's company, who love to build each other up, who are able to give the hundred hundred percent that is necessary in a relationship. And that is precisely why 50-50 doesn't cut it. Because we are humans and sometimes we fall apart. Sometimes we have bad days and those bad days are okay. But if you are in a relationship that is 50-50 and you are not giving the 50 or they are not giving the 50 at the precise moment that you need it, then nobody wins. You have to give yourself 100% and you have to give your partner 100%. It is within you. Your heart is bigger than you know. It is stronger than you know. Your ability to love yourself and your partner in complete unapologeticness, authenticity, and unconditionalness is within you. So I will leave you here. I hope that this episode has been illuminating and helpful. And if there is any way that I can further help you in this area, always, always feel free to reach out to me or one of my courses. I have multiple courses, none on relationships yet, but it's coming, trust me. And it will build and build and build. So if you're listening to this in real time, there is no embody your relationships, but it will probably be there by the time that some of you listen to this. So all my love, please take care of yourself first. Put your mask on first. All my love, have a beautiful day.
Thank you so much for listening. If you found expansion with this last episode, then that means that others will too. And the best way to get the word out about the podcast is by leaving a review. I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review and let me know how you felt about the podcast. Included in the show notes will be everything that we talked about today, including all of my transformative programs. Change is just on the horizon, my friend.